Welcome to the Strength in Numbers podcast, where we have passion for starting conversations about the Enneagram and team building to help you understand people. I'm Jalan. I'm Caitlin. Today we are going to talk about type five's conflict style. So um, kind of mentioning this at the beginning of every episode, but if you haven't yet, um, listen to the first introduction to this series and you don't already have like the foundational knowledge of what is a triad and what does it mean to be a logical style or a logical type? What does it mean to be an optimistic type or a reactive type? Go ahead and hop back to the first episode. It'll give you a foundation for moving forward into the rest of the series. Um, Other than that, today we are just going to talk about a type five, how they sort of see conflict, how they might feel or act in conflict and give five some ideas on how to approach it in a healthy way. And then also for people who interact with fives, whether that's on a personal, professional, some other type of level, um, this will be a good episode for you so that you can get some insight on how maybe you can help a five through conflict as well. Yes. Yeah, well, let's do a quick review just of the logical uh, style first. So that logical style includes the ones, the threes, and the fives. And all three of these numbers are logical problem shooters and um, Trump, no, logical problem solvers and troubleshooters. (laughs) Problem shooter works. (laughs) Really weird. (laughs) Problem shooter problem solvers and troubleshooters. Um, And they will all emotionally detach in order to be objective in any circumstance. Um, They don't want to get worked up. They want to stay calm and controlled so that they can get that issue resolved. Yeah. And there's another, another side to that too, when we talk about the five. So they do want to get the solution met or they want to come up with a solution or a resolution to the problem and they don't want to get too worked up for that reason but also because it's almost like embarrassing to show too much emotion or to lose control of themselves or to show too much to the world so it's kind of two-pronged really for all the ty- for all three of those types but especially for the five who tends to be more oriented towards like privacy and security yes and and that information like information is the answer not how you feel mm-hmm. so i think that is um also a, a struggle that they have um they are so detached from their emotions a lot of times that, um, but because the, because they're getting caught up in the facts of the situation, um, that it's it's really difficult for them to um, focus on those feelings and really understand what is going on inside versus the facts. Yeah. So a lot of times, like we're talking about, they'll detach or repress their feelings. So the way that fives do that specifically is by 
basically taking in information and preoccupying their minds. Fives a lot of times are going to have like a rich inner world and it can be pretty imaginative or it can be pretty like linear, but regardless, it's very rich and full and very much like preoccupied with information and learning. So if something is like stressing them out or conflict is arising, they're going to want to learn as much as they can about all angles and all aspects so that they can feel grounded again in information and in facts and in rationality. Um, And so that's kind of their way of avoiding the emotional reactivity that can come up with stress or conflict. Yeah, that because getting all that information helps them to be able to really focus on them being knowledgeable and insightful and being the expert. Like they want to have a good reason for all of their arguments um, rather than rather again, rather than focusing on that emotion or those feelings that are going on. Yeah. A lot of times during conflict um, or I mean, just really in general, they are going to prefer they're going to see themselves as an individual. So they're, it's going to be less so that like there's a, a team here and we're all collaborating to make this whole decision. A lot of times they're going to see everybody as like an individual and themselves as an individual. And um, it's going to, that's kind of the perspective that they're often going to take because of all of this information that they have inside of their brains that makes them the expert, that makes them knowledgeable, that makes them insightful. They're going to prefer to work on their own so that nobody else can like disrupt all of that like peace that they've found and procedures that they found that work for them. Mm-hmm. I can so, um uh, I think, as I've said before, my husband is a five and this isn't necessarily a conflict situation, but I can just think of uh, once one summer I told we had we've had gardens off and on. And one summer I told him that I want, you know, I want to do a garden, but I want us to do it together. And because I wanted the relationship of it, I, it wasn't like I enjoy it wasn't because I enjoyed digging in the dirt or spending a lot of time outside pulling weeds, but I, I did enjoy the time together. And he's like, we do work on it together. You work on it when you can, and I'll work on it when I can. And so his idea of working on it together was definitely him being alone doing it. Like he didn't want to tell me or plan a time that we could do it together. And it was just like, it was surprising to me and kind of this confusing, but to him, it was very like, yeah, this is, we're doing it together. Just do it. And I don't really want to do it together, like be together. Um, I want us this to be a joint effort. You take your time and I'll take mine. Yeah. And I think that is a really like nice bridge to talking about the activators of conflict or stress for a five. And when we talk about like all of these activators, a lot of a common thread in a lot of them is just pressure or obligation or intrusion. So it's not that fives just 
don't want to work together because they don't like people or they don't want to be a team. It's not, it's not that it's that they don't want the outside like pressure or obligation or intrusion that comes with that piece. So happy, like the example that my mom used, he's happy to work on this team and set expectations for everybody to do their fair share. And as long as that feels like fair and it makes sense as a solution to the problem for them, things like, you know, sharing their schedule with others or having like high, high expectations or accountability, um, especially like in a workplace, that's going to be really difficult for the five because it feels a little bit like a trap and an intrusion like hey I'm just gonna I'd rather just do my own thing (laughs) and I'd rather hold my myself to a that standard because that's what makes sense to me and I'm I'm an expert on this so you know kind of an idea so it's coming from a place of like wanting to have high ownership and high boundaries because they don't want to be intruded upon or uh, surprised or caught not knowing something to, um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And they, yeah, they want to be in control uh, of their situation and not feel like somebody's controlling them. And they're, and they're very responsible. So, you know, they like, why do I need to be controlled? I, I know what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing that can be, uh, it, it's, it's a similar thread of like pressure, but being rushed through a decision-making or having to be like listening to all these voices when it comes to decision-making, they want to consume information, come to a decision that makes the most sense because of based on all of this information and then move forward without all of the like rush or without all of the information come like uh, emotional information coming from person to person in like an emotional way, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. 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 Well, let's um, step into some, tips on if you are a five, what are some good tips for going into a conflict situation? I think it's going to be really important for a five to come into it, um, trying to be more aware of their feelings and not just, um, not just coming with information, you know, especially if they're coming to talk to somebody that isn't illogical. You know, if they're coming, if it's a confrontation that they're going into with either a one or three, information will probably be just fine. But if it's any of those other numbers, you want to be, try to be aware of what your emotions or feelings are versus just the information. Yeah. And even if, because sometimes that can be really hard to access until there's a solution to the problem. So as much as you can, like awareness of your own body, awareness of your own feelings and emotions, but even if that part is hard to access, um, remembering the human part of the conversation for the other person and that that's valid and it's important and that can bring balance to you. Um, So yeah, I think fives, they have this like superpower and this ability to 
have very strong boundaries that a lot of other types will lack. Um, and that is very comfortable for you. Boundaries feel very comfortable, very safe, very, um, gives you a sense of control and autonomy that is very important, but it's important to remember when am I having more boundaries than necessary that are keeping other people at a distance from me? And when is it okay to take some of those down so I can reach for that person and realize, oh, I'm emotionally detaching and that's easy for me, but I value this other person's experience. And that's also important. Yeah. Yeah. I think something else, something else along with that is to be open to learning from others um, because they generally have a good, a good knowledge base. Um, They often don't listen or, you know, are blocking that off because they have the information. And so if you can come into a, a conflict situation, open to learning from others um, then I think that will make that other person feel heard, you know, which is important in a conflict. Yeah. And all of these are kind of like high level concepts. And I know for fives that can be not high level concepts make a lot of sense to them, but when it comes to these like social things, I think that can look if we're getting really specific, that can look like learning about how body language works. Like there's plenty of Ted talks out there and books out there about learning about these types of social, social skills and social cues, you know, learning to read people's body language, learning about personality types is a great way too, or um, Enneagram is a great way. Um, What are, what nonverbal cues are they sending and just assuming that you are, you are automatically probably less emotionally reactive than the person that you're talking to. And so just like really tuning in and having the awareness, the self-awareness of that. Um, And also just understanding, uh, you know, not everything is figure outable (laughs) and, Some things will require ambiguity and flexibility and pressure and letting people in. And that can be really scary. But at the end of the day, not everything is procedural. And you'll have to, in order to have connection with others and harmony and reconciliation with others, have to be able to hold a little bit of that gray area. I think one of the best ways for a five to be able to really do that too is to be honest in a confrontation situation and at times they might have to say hey I need a little bit of time to process this Um, I appreciate what you're saying but um, I need to process this alone and can we get back together and finish this discussion or can we talk about this again at this time and Um, If you can allow yourself to have that one, the time to process it where you really will process it. And then that commitment to come back, I think that will allow those fives the time to get out of their logicalness, their information, and really be able to, to do some of that feelings process and come back and, and it not just be about facts. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's huge and it can take a lot of the pressure off of conflict. If you know, like, oh, wait, there's no pressure here. I still have autonomy. I still have choice. I still have the ability to take time if I need it. Um, but also upholding your end of it that like, I will rejoin, I will process. I want to come to a point where we can reconcile this or come to a conclusion. And I think with the, the logical, it's easy for them to feel that feel because it is informational. Um, and at least the five specifically, I don't know, maybe you could speak to the three side of it, but because it is so informational and logical um, that sometimes it is difficult, like they just move on quickly. Like we've discussed the facts, this is the way it is, let's move on. Um, and having that willingness to say, let me process this. And then also even more so, because I do think they still, they go away and process and they change inside. This has been my experience. Um, and I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily always know in the situation on the outside that the conflict has been resolved, but in their, in their heart, it has been, you know, so that mm -hmm. is important for the other side to say, I want to talk about this more. Mm -hmm. I yeah. want to bring closure. A lot of this is just, uh, you know, emotional intelligence and cute and dropping into the world, you know, because of yeah. this rich inner world, it's dropping into the world and other people's world and how they process things. Yeah. When it comes to other people in conflict with a five or confrontation or whatever stress with a five, all of this is super helpful to know that they are processing they are um, experiencing all of this in a very internal way. Um, and so a lot of times it's just super important to recognize these, these boundaries and this communication is not personal. They're not seeing it personal in any way. Um, they're just fairly emotionally detached and very internal processors. So it's important to regulate yourself and learn how to do that if you're not a five and interacting with a five um so they they might be more direct than is comfortable for you but just remember that they are coming from this emotionally removed place in order to solve problems in order to bring uh security and safety again and appropriate boundaries again so um yeah come with come with facts and logic and know that that's probably the angle that they are going to come from. And that also gives you permission to come with, uh, without a fear of confronting. So they're not going to want to re read between all of these lines. They're want to, they're going to want you to be honest, exactly. say what you're really thinking, say what you're really feeling and the reasons why. Um, and they're probably going to be able to join you there if you can do it from that place. Yes. Um, and, and they're working on health uh, and growth with that too. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, something that also really helps as a non-five person is coming into the situation and try to keep it focused on facts and details, um, you know, as a, um, 
as an opt say for me as an optimistic person, if I'm constantly talking about you're making me feel this way, or you're doing the, you know, these feelings and these, if I can bring the facts into the situation, I'm a lot, you're a lot more likely to get resolve rather than, um, this blurry thing (laughs) that you can't really put your finger on. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, we've talked a lot about it, but just coming from a low pressure place, a very respectful of their autonomy place. Um, so yeah, fives just, they don't want to conform to other people's molds and they have lots of boundaries and sometimes too many, like we've talked about. So, um, they're, they will, they, they aren't afraid to keep throwing up more boundaries if they are feeling that sense of high pressure, high, high expectations that they don't know what that means or how to meet, or it means they're going to lose, um, their individuality. So being honest and when there is sometimes pressure is just the nature of conflict and there has to be, but being as low pressure as you can be knowing that they're pretty sensitive to that. I think another good tip kind of, it's the same thing that we, that we said for the five to be willing to say this, but as to the person that's not the five to come, if you're in a conflict situation and you're seeing that, you know, kind of those factual walls just starting to go up and you can tell that you're not making the progress that you want. Um, if you can say, Hey, I know you probably need some time to process this, or we both need time to process this can again go, can we get back? Can we get back to this in an hour, in 30 minutes? Um, you know, and also another part thing that's helpful, even, you know, in initial meeting in any kind of meeting situation with them is to give, um, time guidelines. Like if anything feels, uh, like there is, we can talk about this forever, that is not helpful for the five because <laughs> um, they're going to start that trapped feeling um, and not and start to not listen. They're going to start to shut you down. So if you can say, you know, can we resolve this um, tomorrow? I've got 15 minutes at eight o'clock, you know, then they'll be like, okay, yes, um, it, it will. And you're going to, you're, they'll, then you'll both be able to come into it with the information that you need to come into and bring resolution rather than hash it out forever. Yeah. Yeah. With, with all of this, just like we've kind of talked about with every episode, there's this, this balance between people because fives can learn to tolerate this pressure. Fives can learn to, not interpret all of this as intrusion and learn to see the best in other people. And that's kind of their work. And for us who aren't fives, we can learn these, these sensitivities that they have and make it easier on them, which ultimately gives us all what we want, which is harmony, connection, relationship, solved problems, successful business, you know, so. Yes. So for some specific things for the other two triads, so for the optimistic types, um, so fives, when you're interacting with an optimistic type, just remember 
um, and there's a duality in both of this, just remember to give credit for these types that are seeing the bright side. They can offer you lightness. They can offer you balance. They can offer that seeing the best in people in a situation that can be hard to reach and grab for you. And so remember to value that and honor that out loud and internally, um, because that's going to help them to bring you and your team and your environment more um, harmony, which is what they're seeking and ultimately what you're seeking. Yeah. And then Um, on the opposite side of that, um, that, you know, if you are the optimistic type, don't ignore the problem, be willing to admit that there is a problem. And even though um, the five might be kind of robotic about it and factual and just deliver the facts, um, there is value in that too. And as if you, if the optimistic is unwilling to um, really see the the depth of the problem, you're you're not going to get to the resolution that's needed. Um, we need we need that um, optimism, but we also need that information to really come to a good resolution. Yeah, and and these two types, you know, the reactive with, or the, uh, sorry, the optimistic with the five, this is important that somebody needs to bring it up. (laughs) Somebody needs to talk about it. If, especially if it's an emotional topic, that'll be even harder for the five to ever bring up and they'll just kind of come up with their own independent solution. But it's important not to ignore the problem because it'll only grow the less and less it's talked about and resolved. Yeah. When it comes to the reactive types, um, for fives, this can be difficult. Like I was saying, it can be embarrassing and uncomfortable and raw for a five to see others in a reactive state or to be expected to have a reactive kind of nature. So fives, remember to hold space for emotions um, and know that a lot of times all that the reactive type needs is validation and um, acceptance of their reactivity, that you see them, that you get it, that it makes sense, that you value that part um, and know that that will actually be soothing to them for you to meet them there when your first reaction might be, whoa, walls, this is too much, push away. So to reach back will actually be more often than not, especially when you're both doing your own self-work, that will be more effective than pushing away or walls. Yeah, and then on the opposite side of that, for those reactive types, remember that um, your high reactive energy is going to kind of put up a wall for those fives immediately. Um, and so to learn to be an understanding of that and learn how, uh, as a reactive type, you can regulate yourself a little better, become more with facts than just reaction, and, and help to offer um, 
perspective for the five. Um, and don't be afraid to invite them to have their emotions a part of the conversation as well. Um, and for the reactive, that might take a, a minute. You know, you might have to pause your reactiveness and allow the, the five to get there. Um, so giving each other, um, giving them the space that they need so that they can really um, process, think, and be able to bring the emotion um, into it themselves. I feel like we conclude every, every episode this way, but really what this is all about is understanding one another, the wounds that are being activated in stress and uh, maintaining our, our sense of self while understanding and accommodating and reaching that like healthy compromise with others. So, yes. And, and I think you touched on this for sure, but we want to, the whole reason that we want to do this is not so that we can each justify our bad behavior, <laughs> but so that we can understand each other and learn how to meet each other where they are so that we can all be our best number that we are um, acting in our, in the best way that we can all be rather than justifying um, poor behavior. It's to make us all be better. I know for me, understanding these different conflict styles has been so helpful. Talking specifically about the type five and how being in the logical triad forms their conflict style. Each week, we hope you will learn and understand more about how to work through the difficult parts of relationship so that we all will grow, change, and become better because of it. We would love it if you would like our podcast, leave a review, and share it with a friend that might benefit from this too. Have a great week, and don't forget, there's strength in numbers.